the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon on what is a delightful, my goodness, Chamber of Commerce Friday. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. I want to welcome in all of our viewers that love and people love the live stream that we do, whether it's breaking news or covering. You know, we're always uh, live uh, doing the show 12 to 1 each weekday. And then breaking news after that are like special events. Yesterday I covered the Second Amendment rally. And then, of course, the very popular, unbelievably popular one after dark, which is, um, you know, it's sometime between 7 and 8. It's a little fluid, uh, but it always falls within there. And then whenever something happens, we're, we're on it. Folks, this portion of the program, and again, good afternoon. If you're on Facebook, just find the page, John DePietro Show, and those that are on there, Make sure you click the like button. Also, be a supporter of the page. That's a separate thing. If you look under the videos, it'll be become a supporter. <coughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. And uh, you can always then uh, go into the website. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. Now, it's cooled off. A lot of people are realizing, boy, this is good weather to do some, some work out in your yard and garden. It's actually ideal weather. This is perfect weather. Uh, I mean, this is just absolutely, there's no humidity. This is, this is like Carmel, California, where Clint Eastwood is, uh, Palm, um, Pebble Beach. This is the type of weather they kind of enjoy all year round, which is just ideal, beautiful weather. It's a little, it's not that hot today, but anyhow, um, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're calling your name. They're open seven days a week. Stop in and see them. Tropical plants, hibiscus bushes, mandevillas, uh, annuals, perennials, tree shrubs, mulch, loam, and stone. Look for them on Facebook. They um, Not everyone keeps their Facebook page up. They do. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Take a ride. See what they have. The service is great. The quality that they sell is fantastic. I hear stories of people that buy something in the big box store. The thing dies by the time they get home. Not with PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. It's Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron. They're terrific. Shop local. Folks, they work hard. And they're big supporters of the program. And they also have gift certificates. As many as you know, Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is a week from Sunday. Stop it and see them. Worth the ride. Wherever you're listing, maybe you're saying, you know, yeah, but Juan, I live in Lincoln. Take the ride for crying out loud. It's Rhode Island, right? It's basically 50, everything's 15 to 20 minutes away. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And the service is great. Again, look for them on Facebook. Now, folks, uh, obviously, a lot of people are buzzing about the website, topetro.com, which is just absolutely flying right now because of the exclusive stories that we have. So we have some more things that we're working on. And topetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesit Inn, Rhode Island tradition since 1977, 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick. They're open daily, restaurant and bar, great menu, pop in, biggest bar in Rhode Island. It's the Coesit Inn and great food. Now, <clears throat> I was talking um And as I said, I may be at that homeless encampment. Um, I'm not exactly sure, scheduling-wise. like to try to work it out. But this is one of those things, you know, the the media narrative is is basically sympathetic to those individuals. And so as becoming the norm, here's the Providence Journal. City moves to oust 10 encampment dwellers from vacant lot. Why isn't it? Um, why is it that the fact that why isn't it trespassing? Why isn't it not? Why, why is that not trespassing? Why is it described as tent encampment dwellers? No, they're homeless people who are ruining a neighborhood. I mean, that's what is I mean, that's what's really going on. Um, why isn't it accurately portrayed that way? I, I saw Channel 12 did a story. They, they won't even call them trespassing. And again, I have nothing against uh, these individuals. It doesn't mean you that you're mean-spirited. If you listen, and as I was playing, um, some of the people that live in that neighborhood, they, they don't sound like mean people. 
they sound like individuals that they're just trying to preserve their neighborhood. So now I'm also seeing the South Kingstown doctor. I don't know if she was a doctor. The center of an incident is not licensed to practice medicine in Rhode Island. I didn't realize that that woman, Dr. Christine Longo, found guilty of disorderly conduct, revealed her status as a physician on the heels of the proceedings in front of the judge. The judge also learned that Longo, who originally lived in New York, has been a resident of Rhode Island two years, looking for employment. And the Rhode Island Department of Health has no record of any licensed person named Christine Longo. Similar name. She's accused of accosting that. She's the one that was screaming. I think our, our legal expert, Tim Dodd, did a good job of um, <clears throat> a good job of explaining that particular case at the, the Coast Guard house. So at the sentencing, the judge asked the lawyer, tell me more about his client. Well, she's she's currently a physician, but she's looking for employment. She's having trouble because of the charge. The status was never disclosed. Now, judges don't like that type of thing. So after the decision to appeal the guilty finding, they changed their bail to 1500. But um, the, she now needs permission to leave the state. But now you find that the lawyer, they don't really... Well, you know, she's a physician. Well, no, she's not. This is like another Dr. Jill Biden situation. Um, no, she's not really a physician. She claims to be a physician. I don't know how someone like that, by the way, is a physician. Now, on this sunny Friday, it's Friday, June 11th, folks. Good afternoon. It's one. I played, you know, the, the city moves to oust tent encampment dwellers from vacant lot. How about people in neighborhood? want trespassers removed. You know, the uh, uprising RI, given 48 hours to vacate, unhoused encampment in PVD holds press conference. They all have they all have expensive cell phones, by the way. I don't here's the one of the, the owner. I don't know how we're being evicted. No criminal charges have been made by the owner. Excuse me. You're trespassing. Okay? You don't own that land. Folks, this is is Rhode Island going to become like Freeattle? Is Rhode Island going to become, do you want the state to become, the West Coast is, is in ruins because of these homeless encampments that pop up. And it's bad. And it's everywhere. And this, in some ways, is kind of a test case for it. But I can already tell that the media angle on this is kind of under the guise of like, listen, they're not bothering anyone. That's not what the people in the neighborhood said. People in the neighborhood feel that they want them out of there. There's all this coming and going at night. They're trespassing. They're not supposed to be there. And they want them out of there. And I don't blame them, by the way. But this is kind of a test case. If, if the city of Providence allows these trespassers, and that's what they are. You know, see, this is what happens in a Biden's America. People first, you're paying people not to work. If you start to allow them to set up tents on land that is not their land, you're heading down into a very dangerous situation because it's very difficult to try to reverse course on this type of thing. So I believe they should not be there. (coughs) Excuse me. It doesn't mean me make me mean spirited. You can't start to allow that type of stuff. Because then you can't get them out, you know, so they've planted, guard. you know, it'd be nice. Why don't they all pull all their resources and buy a plot of land and then they can live there? Um, you know, it's kind of like so I'm, I'm seeing right now Mayor Alorza is at the encampment to try to meet with the people. But I think we're going to be on the scene later, probably early evening. I think I'm going to do um, one after dark, probably there. So they're trying to avoid he really needs to try to get them out of there without any type of um, altercation. Uh, but make no mistake about it. There are certain people that are telling them, local activists, they bring them food. They're bringing them water. They're donating all these things. And why are they doing it? Because they're trying to get them to stay. You know, that that needs to also be called out regarding the um, element of exactly many of the individuals that are encouraging them. No, you have every, no, they, they have no right to stay there. And they, but there's many, they're like anarchists, uh, they're activists, a lot of them are atheists. 
they they want them to stay. They want to turn Rhode Island into Portland. They want to turn Rhode Island into Seattle. They want Rhode Island to have the same homeless problems. Believe it or not, but it's true. California, the homeless problem is brutal. Brutal. So, and it's also bad in New York right now because of uh, that particular mayor. Um, let me just, I want to play this. Governor McKee, I don't understand this either, folks. He's extended the emergency order. So it goes until July 9th. It, it just has to be money related. I don't know why else it would be, but he is uh, speaking with reporters. So let me hear a little bit of this. The economy, you just extended the emergency order through July 9th. Uh, why do that if you want to well, you further know, reopen the economy? I, I was expecting that question sometime <laughs> in the next 24 hours. And I asked that same question. Uh, what I asked of the people that, you know, were, you know, working on this, whether for the health department or whether, you know, the, the DLT or wherever it might be, I asked that same question. Why would I sign an agreement and extend it another 30 days? I think there are legitimate reasons, and as long as there's legitimate reasons, we're going to continue it. But I think it's very, like I said before, it will sunset very soon. But just think about, you know, this legislation that's being considered right now about a Allowing restaurants to offer takeout beer, wine, and cocktails that that hasn't been that hasn't been established yet. The, you take away the emergency uh, situation. That's an emergency. That ability for those restaurants to actively operate. You know, authorizing the recall of certain retired employees, the DLT, and the Rhode Island Department of Health. We know that we're in a spot where we need to bring more employees on. If we get rid of the emergency order, then all of a sudden we we're not allowed the same flexibility that we have right now. And uh, it also, you know, it allows. Um, the public and members of the local and state boards and commissions to participate in meetings remotely. That's being debated right now. But if you take that away at a short notice, how do, how do you plan for that? So I think that we're on, we're sunsetting this, this emergency and for good reasons. The economy's open and we're getting the vaccinations in. But we're going to take one step at a time. And I felt as though that question that I asked very strongly uh, about 24 hours ago was answered in a way that made the most sense to do this. Again, that is uh, Governor McKee. Folks, I, I don't know. It's like, do you have a different definition of the word emergency, right? If you have an emergency in your home, I would think that means your basement's flooded, water's leaking, an emergency. What if you said to a family member or spouse, I need you to come home. We have an emergency. Um, a broken window could be an emergency. Never mind if it's wintertime or raining out. It's an emergency, we have an emergency. I um just trying to think. An emergency in your home, I think, would be flooded basement. Uh, maybe a major plumbing problem can be an emergency. <clears throat> but I, I, I don't get it. It has to be a money thing. It has to be that the state qualifies for more aid if they declare it an emergency. Folks, oh, speaking of an emergency, I'll give you an emergency. Let's just say you're in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse or dog bite. And the insurance company who should be compensating you for your injuries and and, uh, problems, they're playing hardball or they're lowballing you. I'm telling you right now at 1219 on this Friday, you need to fight back and call Jack, Jack Calvino, 401 785-9400. Now listen, 785-9400, free consultation. As we say, fight back, call Jack, Jack Calvino. Over 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined staff. Call Jack Calvino, the fighter. Listen, I would love it if it would be terrific if you, let's just say you were injured in in an auto accident or workplace injury or slip and fall. It would be the right thing to do to just say, boom, and give you what you're entitled to. That's Unfortunately, that's just not the world they live in. Folks, fight back. Call Jack. 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Or online at fightbackcalljack.com. It's 1220. I want to say hello to everyone that was at the Second Amendment rally yesterday. Uh, as many people know, I, did, I was there. I did a Facebook Live. I spoke very briefly Got um, great feedback, by the way, on my uh, remarks. It wasn't like a long speech. I was just going really to try to um, just to pump up the crowd just a little bit yesterday. So just a, that's right. That was a peaceful protest, right? There's nobody arrested. 
Now, folks, what I was trying to say was, I mean, what what are we talking about? Gun legislation? The legal gun owners are not the ones committing the crimes. The legal gun owners, all of these crime, none of them have gun licenses. So why are you going to penalize the Second Amendment community, which is a great community, by the way? That's right. We're not going to go along with socialism. Absolutely not. And the crowd really responded. Very much so. You know, this is and then um, I'm used to getting flack for how I how I ended. But it's true. Yep. Yes. That's right. So, folks, again, I was um, inundated, as you can imagine. You know, what do you mean, rightful? I said exactly as I said. Right? Are you? What are you? That's a big lie. You can call it whatever you want. I Yes, I stand by. Do you, you know, as I was trying to then, I had to be somewhere else. You know, microphone. Put, are you saying, what do you mean, rightful? Exactly as it sounds. Are you saying Biden's not the rightful president? Precisely. He's not. No, no. If anything, you watch how this is going to be dominoes falling when they start to uncover certain things um, in different parts of the country. And locally, I'm going to have more of a report next week. But, folks, I have been trying to get voter information locally. And I'm telling you, it is like it's it is like the proverbial needle in a haystack it is so difficult it's built it is not user friendly i mean it's it's just so i'm going to use i mean it's it's just impossible it it is and as i was there i was actually there yesterday i'm going to have more on this so in rhode island not 709,000 inactive voters 100,000 inactive they have 8 100,000 names on the voter rolls. Completely ridiculous. You know what that number should be? Like 500 something? There's no. There's only 1 million people in the state. And a lot of them happen to be children. Or at least, you know, how many kids are there of that number? So 800,000 names are on the voter rolls. People are leaving the state. 709,000 active voters. No. I don't believe that. I know that's not the case. It was under 500,000. Way bloated. And you can't double check things. I'll have more on that next week. I'm still putting together a report. But folks, I um, it's discouraging, but you watch. We have to fight. There's certain provisions that they're working on. As far as at the, um, well, behind me, actually, you can see the den of thieves, the Rhode Island State House. And there's certain provisions that need to be worked out because <clears throat> the, um, the ballot harvesting, the mail, all of those things need to be completely reined in, in a, in a big, big way, by the way, in a big, big way. All right. Now, there's another story that I want to touch on. But before I do, and it has to do with um, Rhode Island's uh, Congressman David Cicilline. I'm going to um, touch on that in just a moment. But folks, I want to remind you about J. Perry Paving. J. Perry Paving always provide uh, high quality, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. It's J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them today. Now, especially you have Father's Day coming. You know, it'd be a great gift. Maybe your father or your grandfather. And call them today, 732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. And learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. Whether it's a, a new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. Aesthetically appealing. Call J. Perry Paving today for a free quote, 732-1730. And remember, no one is better with 
veterans. Their policy that they have in the package for veterans is just second to none. So, folks, J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote, 732-1730, 732-1730, Perry Paving, letter J. You can also find them on Facebook. They're also online, but just terrific. J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 732-1730. Now, Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline. Now, he's part Jewish, and you have a bunch of reps going after that Rep Omar, who is calling the United States Uh, comparing us to Hamas, a terrorist organization. And she's finally being called out for her anti-Semitic rhetoric. And a group of reps signed a letter. You know who's absent from that letter? Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline. This was Bill Hemmer uh, discussing that Rep. Omar on uh, Fox News. Let me play a little bit of this. This letter is unbearable. But she, but she has so much support, too. Call for number six. Rashida Tlaib sent this out. Freedom of speech doesn't exist for Muslim women in Congress, she writes. The benefit of the doubt doesn't exist for Muslim women. House Democratic leadership should be ashamed of its relentless, exclusive tone, policing of Congress women of color. She talked about the United States in comparison with the Taliban. You know what the Taliban did to women in Afghanistan? This is, this is reprehensible. Ilan Omar, she was, she was born in Somalia, raised in a refugee camp in Kenya, came to the United States, I think, at the age of nine. How, can she ever fly the flag maybe just once for us? She's just a disgrace. Cicilline won't go after her, though. Cicilline won't go after her. Now, folks, as you know, <clears throat> we have big supporters here on the mom in South Kingstown, Nicole Solis. And this is spreading, by the way. You have a Florida mom, Keisha King, State Board of Education on critical race theory, doesn't teach the truth unless you believe whites are better than blacks. Telling my children or any child they're in a permanently oppressed status because they're black is a racist. And that is exactly right. Let's hear this, Mom. My name is Keisha King. I'm a mom of two, one who's in the Duval County public school system and one in private school thanks to school choice. I'm also a member of Moms for Liberty, uh, representing thousands of parents. Just coming off of May 31st, marking the 100 years of the Tulsa riots, it is sad that we are even contemplating something like critical race theory, where children will be separated by their skin color and deemed permanently oppressors or oppressed in 2021. That is not teaching the truth unless you believe that whites are better than blacks. I have personally heard teachers teaching CRT, and we have had an assembly shut down because Duval County Public School System consultant thought it would be a great idea to separate students by race. This is unacceptable. CRT is not racial sensitivity or simply teaching unfavorable American history or teaching Jim Crow history. CRT is deeper and more dangerous than that. CRT and its outworking today is a teaching that there is a hierarchy in society where white, male, heterosexual, able-bodied people are deemed the oppressor and anyone else outside of that uh, status is oppressed. That's why we see corporations like Coca-Cola asking their employees to be less white, which is ridiculous. I don't know about you, but telling my child or any child that they are in a permanent oppressed status in America because they are black is racist. And saying that white people are automatically above me, my children, or any child is racist as well. This is not something that we can stand for in our country. And don't take it from me. Look at the writers of these types of uh, publications. Our ancestors, white, black, and others hung, bled, and died right alongside each other to push America towards that more perfect union. If this continues, we will look back and be responsible for the dismantling of the greatest country in the world by reverting to teaching hate and that race is a determining factor on where your destiny lies. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. You know, that is, and folks, by the way, you do have the CRT critical race theory deniers. You have the people that refuse, oh, no, show me where it's being taught. I just don't see why it's, it's absolutely being taught. You know, almost like it's our imagination that it's being taught. Then you even had, how about an eighth grade girl for trash as a school board, letting boys into girls' rooms. Two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy. 
and you weren't going to allow boys in the girls' locker room. But you're doing just that. Let me play this. And this completely, folks, you've heard some of the, as we call CRT, critical race theory deniers. Unfortunately, some of them are members of the media. Where is this being taught? I don't think it's being, it absolutely is being taught. Here we go. Two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy, and you weren't going to allow boys into the girls' locker rooms. But here you are doing just that. Everyone knows what a boy is, even you. Your proposed policies are dangerous and rooted in sexism. When woke kids asked me if I was a lesbian or a trans boy because I cut my hair short, it should tell you these modern identities are superficial. My guidance counselor's response to my concerns about bathroom privacy and safety was, well, there's stalls in the bathrooms. Now boys are reading erotica in the classroom sex to girls, and you want to give them access to girls' locker rooms, and you want to force girls to call those boys she. You do this in the name of inclusivity while ignoring the girls who will pay the price. Your policies choose boys' wants over girls' needs. Natasha Grover. That's exactly right. Boys' wants over girls' needs. And this is, by the way, also applies to the whole transgender crowd, right? Of you have someone who is either in college, junior, senior in high school, and they're on the boys' track team, and suddenly they... You know, grow their hair into a ponytail, into a man bun, whatever you want to call it. And then they say, uh, instead of the name Steve, I'm going to go by Stone. And I identify as a girl. And now that my hair's in a ponytail, I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, be on the girls track team and just race against them. And wouldn't you know it, coming in first, second, third, suddenly now, you know, with grades and now they're getting a college scholarship. How is that fear to girls? Now, folks, yesterday, as you know, that was uh, a tremendous rally at the Rhode Island State House. And I want to check in with the defender of the faith. And that is our friend uh, John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. It was a very good turnout uh, and, and people are being vocal. And I'll tell you, you can always count on the Second Amendment crowd to come out and uh, make their voices heard. But remember, Competition Shooting Supplies stop in. And see John Francis. He's open today. Folks, there he is. Join us on the line right now is our friend uh, at Competition Shooting Supplies. It's John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? John, what a great turnout yesterday. The Second Amendment crowd turned out at the Rhode Island State House. Yes, they did. Big time. Um, what are your thoughts? What are you hearing on people as far as some of this? Uh, I think completely unnecessary, ridiculous gun legislation. They're trying to punish legal gun owners when really they should be going after the gang members who have illegal guns. That's absolutely right. The, the, look, the, pilot, the people up the state house and the leadership in the city of Providence clearly know where the problems are. The you know, crimes aren't being committed by lawful gun owners or carry permit holders, because if that was the case, they would be announcing that all over the TV screen. So they know exactly who's committing the crimes. They're afraid of going aggressively going after them because of the progressive left. Yep. Because they don't want to be seen as not being woke enough. Uh, so you, know, you basically, you've got these young criminal thugs who have been repeatedly arrested for on gun charges, illegal possession of guns, Using a, gun, using a gun in a crime of violence, multiple times, they get a slap on the wrist, maybe they do some time, maybe most of the time they probably don't. They're, they're totally repeat offenders, and yet the city refuses to do anything to fully prosecute them. That's why? right. That is exactly why? right. Yeah. And there you see, I'll tell you why. Because they want to use that as a backdrop to pass their political agenda. That's, That's right. all this is. That's exactly right. They That's don't care about safety. They don't care about your listeners' kids. They don't care about their safety. They only care about passing their personal political idea- ideology, which means no private ownership of guns. Now, John Francis, I'm looking at your Facebook page, and I didn't realize. So were you right there yesterday uh, under the tent? Yes, I was right there, uh, the, uh, right there underneath the, uh, the tents with the Federated Group. Oh, I wish I had known that. Now, did you catch my I, – I got up, they asked me, and I spoke just a short time to fire up the crowd. Uh, I 
I got there just oh. afterwards. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I couldn't find a parking space. Yes. Because yeah. the uh, uh, the state employees' parking lot across the street was supposed to be open. Yep. To the well, public after 4 p.m., but they left the gate locked. They well, they did that to try to discourage turnout. Unfortunately. Oh, and I want and I yeah. and I can't help but wonder because of the serious lack of parking. Yep. How many more gun owners might have showed up? It's true. Yeah. You know, I was trying to uh, as I was uh, going back to my car because I had to be somewhere after I spoke. Um, there were people riding around, and I was trying to guide them. You're exactly right. Where to? Park. See, now, see, that is unfair. If this was, well, I'll come out and say it. If this were, let's just say, a Black Lives Matter rally, they would have had all those parking lots opened up uh, in the whole thing because it was the Second Amendment crowd. Suddenly, lots that were supposed to be open are not open. Uh, when I had Brenda Jacobs on each day this week, uh, she was even talking that they were not going to allow them to get power so you couldn't have speakers. I mean, it, it's just, it's not really representative government when every when people are treated differently that's correct i mean look in just a couple of days ago they had a they let all the moms demand action and the other anti-gun people in inside the state house yes yeah a photo op with the governor yes and it was after three o'clock it was yeah no totally we're unfair the, we're not allowed in the building for something like that yeah no, totally unfair. Totally unfair. What a bunch of two-faced hypocrites. They are. And John Francis, as I said in my speech yesterday, all this violence you're hearing in Providence, none of these people, they don't have a legal gun license. They're all getting, they're getting the guns illegally. Why are you introducing legislation to try to punish legal gun owners? They're not the ones involved with the crime. You know, they, they've talked, they're talking about the passing a straw purchase bill. Yes. Well, uh, um, uh, 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 a, an attorney here in Rhode Island who's running, he's, uh, he's a Republican. He's running for attorney general. Uh, his name is Chaz Kalenda. Yep. He's already stated that there is or, it's already against the law uh, to do a straw under state law for straw purchasing. It's in 1147.35. Wow. He's clearly spelled out who, who, and who, and who cannot purchase a gun. Right. Well, now let's talk about illegal under federal law. And, and, and as I also, you know, I was even saying like that guy in Newport that murdered the poor URI kid over Memorial Day weekend. Number one, he used a knife. But then number two, right. he, he had been caught twice in three months with, with a gun and, and he was out on bail. Why was he out on bail if they had not if they would just enforce the laws on the books? You, you don't need to add more laws. Just because enforce the ones. John, that would be considered racist. Well, that's the whole thing. That's what I'm hearing. And that was what they, how I they mean, got that, him out. I mean, so yes. That, you know, so that, that young, that young person, that young that yep. person got murdered by a knife. Yes. And yet Linda Finn, who's the president of the uh, Coalition Against Gun Violence, yeah. immediately put out a call for more gun control. Mm-hmm. Well, I to me, she's a pathological liar. But let's talk about what what you have in stock at competition. You know what you posted is that uh, handgun with the um, it's kind of a, a bluish. Uh, bar- is yeah, that that's, uh, that's made by uh, uh, CZ um, in the Czech Republic? Um, is that the so CZ Shadow nice too? Yeah. It's more of a competition style oh, okay. pistol. It's wow. all steel, so it's pretty. It's got quite a bit of weight to it. Yeah. Um, it's but it's got a fantastic trigger action. Um, just an awesome, awesome shooting gun. Wow. And what? What about? Is that still available right now? It is. It is. And what about the uh, the Heckler and Koch? Um, oh, the the, P, the subcompact the yes. P30 FK9, yeah. that is still available as well. Wow, that's a beautiful. John Francis, uh, it sounds like you have good inventory. Now it's still just a matter of ammo. That is correct. Yeah. Um, I do have ammo. I do have I do have ammo available to sell with each uh, with each gun. Um, we're just waiting on uh, things to break up, uh, you know, break open a little bit more. Yep. I think I'm going to predict by the end of the summer I think you're going to see a lot more ammo availability, and you should also start seeing the prices coming down as well. Do you still have that OD green? That, uh, my God, look how beautiful that is. Um, oh, yeah, the, the uh, PTR Industries uh, 308. Yes, yeah, wow. What can you tell us about that? So that is actually a, uh, for those of your folks out there who are, uh, uh, who at least have a little bit of, about guns, so it's a copy of a Heckler, Heckler and Koch, or Coke as it's pronounced, uh, uh, Model 91 308 battle rifle. Wow, 
My God, so you that's one of the, that's about that's one of the few U.S. companies that HK uh, allows to make a copy of their product. Wow, and you could see why. All right, now and also, folks, remember if you have if you come into some. Uh, firearms, and as I've talked about, sometimes somebody, their father dies, grandfather dies, wherever it is, and you want to sell them, you can either sell them to John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies outright, or you could also work out some kind of um, consignment deal. John Francis, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? Today, I'm here 10 to 6, tomorrow 9 to 4.30. I'd also like to add, so uh, we're getting pretty close to my vacation time. So I'm going to be leaving uh, July 3rd uh, for Ohio for the uh, uh, national pistol matches. Uh, and I'm shooting a two-week event, uh, series of events out there. Um, so the last day that people are going to be able to come in to fill out paperwork to pick up a firearm is going to be June 24th. Okay, June 24th. be the last opportunity for people to pick up stuff before I leave. All right. And then how long are you in Ohio? I'm going to be in Ohio from uh, July 4th until at least the 20th. Oh, wow. All right. So now's the time to come in. Folks, he's there today. He's there tomorrow. Also, you can pick up a gift certificate. Father's Day is next weekend. Folks, he's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street. Uh, John, keep up the good work. Uh, Great job yesterday, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. You too, John. All right, folks. There it is. John Francis of Competition Shooting Supplies right here. On the John DePietro Show. Now, right now, it is uh, 1242. Good afternoon, everybody. And um, remember, weekdays, we start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dePietro.com. And now, listen, we're getting a little reprieve right now with the weather. But it is certainly, they're still projecting that it's going to be a very, very hot summer. That's why you want to make sure you call R.E. Coogan and Heating for all of your plumbing needs, heating and cooling. Uh, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer, spring, Call now, make an appointment, and find out about Central Air and or just to make sure that your cooling system is working as efficiently as it can. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 732-6562, 732-6562 for R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, it's John DePietro. Now, don't forget, uh, visit the website. Everyone is buzzing about some of the stories on the website and uh, depetro.com, which is sponsored by Sole Source Restoration. Call today for a free quote at 401-712-2700. Uh, call Mike Seepy at Sole Source Restoration. And they are just incredible. Clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. S-O-L-E, Sole Source Restoration, or online, SoulSourceRestoration.com. So the, um, the latest now, I think it's also interesting that they arrested this guy in Warwick, or charged him, I should say. They're charging this guy in Warwick with arson. And they're saying that he, uh, you know, by the time the, the firefighters got to this guy's home, and this is a story about it on both um, Channel 10 and, and Channel 12. But by the time the firefighters arrived on the scene, the house was fully engulfed. Gee, when was the last time that happened in Warwick? When was the, la- the last time man faces arson charges and fire heavily damaged Warwick home? Well, the last time that happened was the law office of the most powerful person in Rhode Island, and that is Speaker Joe Sakachi. So this is just another example. That house, one of the telltale signs. Now, in this particular case, they're charging that he set the home on fire. But what stands out is I was kind of following that story as it was happening in real time. And one of the things that was going on was they immediately could tell that that thing just went from zero to 60 in like three seconds. 
it went from they um they find out you know they get a call that there's a fire and when they get there the thing's an inferno i mean it just it just doesn't happen that way in, uh, unless when people aren't home or something is left on i mean that's just that's just not the nature of of how fires spread like that and fires are not actually many times they're not easy to to keep going or go because of things are non-flammable because of smoke alarms because of sprinklers i mean a lot goes into it uh so i find it very odd that uh but they're still not answering questions about the situation with the speaker's office now vice president harris making the rounds doing different interviews and one of them the first thing listen how defensive she gets as she's once again being asked about, well, when are you going to the border? And she has a short fuse, and she didn't like when Lester Holt likes it. So I don't know who this person is. I think it was um, some Latino uh, correspondent. But just listen to the back and forth with the VP. I said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, the Vice President? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. <laughs> I said I'm going to the border. And also, if we are going to deal with the problems at the border, we have to deal with the problems that cause people to go to the border, to flee to the border. And that is the root causes. So my first trip as Vice President of the United States was to go in terms of a foreign trip to Guatemala, to be on the ground there, to address and to and to be informed of the root causes. Why are the people of Guatemala leaving? Do you have a date? Tiene una fecha para su viaje a la frontera para ver la situación con sus propios ojos? I will keep you posted. I have to then. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? I said I'm going to go to the border. And when are you going to the border, Vice President? The administration has asked... I'm not finished. She has has a short fuse. Yeah, the Guatemalan president said, you know, all the problems started when the Biden administration said that they would be taking part in reunification with a lot of these families. That's when a lot of the problems started. And people said, oh, good, this is our chance to be reunited with family members in the United States. That's when it started. That's when it took off. We didn't have that type of problem under President Trump. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1248. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of our program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096-401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. If your washing machine is not working properly, if your dryer is not working properly, or maybe your stove or oven, call Ryan's Appliance Repair. Maybe the ice maker in your refrigerator is not working properly. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Many times, Ryan has told me, when he arrives at someone's home, there's uh, like several appliances that are not working. And, and I both also we found that during COVID, people just were not allowing work people into their home. So if you're going to have it and you bought it, many times it could be fixed. It could be repaired. So instead of just going out and saying, well, I guess it's time for a new clothes dryer, have Ryan poke around with it. 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And there's senior citizens discounts available. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, uh, it's a delightful Friday afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Alexa, put on AM 1380. Alexa, turn on... 99.9 FM. Plug it in. If you're in the car right now, plug it in so then you can always find the program weekdays 11 to 2. Alexa, turn on 
AM 1380. Hey, folks, just a reminder, if you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. You know, whether it is a minor fender bender or small dent, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 401 401- 272-3340. Call Kenny. He'll repair your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. It's West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. I want to get to, so apparently um, Channel 12, we'll have to probably um, get a little bit. But let me just see if I can pull up a little bit of uh, the mayor of Providence. Mayor Jorge Eloza is the guest on Newsmakers on Channel 12. And um, they're already saying that he was a little testy and he's trying to borrow $1 billion. He's left out of the mix regarding the situation with the Providence schools. <clears throat> so, um, so, you know, a problem that he encounters is he's supposed to be the mayor, but a lot of the things that he is in charge of, he's not able to work on because the state took over the schools. And so, therefore, he just... He doesn't get to work on a lot of this stuff. Let me dip in a little bit and hear uh, Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza on uh, Newsmakers. Circumstances that we find ourselves in, that's when the pension obligation bond begins to make a lot more sense. And look, I, I get it. This is this is really, really complicated. It takes a lot of time to explain and, and digest the information. What we are finding is when people genuinely sit down and go through and, and, and understand the circumstances and the proposal, we win them over. So... Uh, what we need to do is just get out there and make the case and explain to folks, you know, why this makes sense. What do you do if, if it doesn't pass, if they leave and, and go home and they, they enact it? You've talked about now. Is It's not something you can talk about for 10 years and maybe do later. Yeah. So, you know, we, we're exploring all of our options right now. They're not many good options. So we're going to keep pushing over the next couple of weeks in the General Assembly. You know, there is talk about the General Assembly coming back at some point in the fall. Folks, he's not going to win this battle. Because two guys that are running against him, <clears throat> that's uh, Providence Mayor Jorge Elorza on um, Newsmakers. Two guys that are running against him are the governor and also General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. They're, they're not about to let him uh, get off the mat. He owns the problem with this. I don't see any scenario. Why would they allow him to borrow $1 billion to try to fix his pension problem. And that's that's a, a crazy amount of money if they were to do something like that. I don't see it. And so, folks, joining us on the line right now is our friend from It's My Health, Marie. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Marie. The sun is out. It is a beautiful, comfortable day. You are open, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. What a perfect day for people that are out and about today and tomorrow running errands to pop in and see you at It's My Health in Cumberland. Absolutely. Beautiful day to to be out and about. Now, Marie, uh, a lot of people are talking Father's Day is coming up next Sunday. I'll bet there's some nice gifts that you have for dads at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Oh, absolutely. We want to keep those dads healthy and keep them keep them going, right? They need to have their energy. So we do have a number of things that can help with energy, that can help with prostate health, that can help with overall health, inflammation, pain, so many things that can be helpful. I received, folks, an email. This is from Linda. Uh, Dear John DePietro, I listen to your show. Thank you for telling me about the store in the white shirts. That means you, Marie. And she said, I didn't realize she covers, she carries so many local products. I'm a big fan, and I'm going to go back there. So she apparently popped in and didn't realize, Marie, you carry some tremendous local products. We're always in search of local products. We have a lot of great, great people locally who come up with products like our acai berry, like local honey, maple syrup. We even have gum that's made locally that has energy in it because they have B12 in it. We have really good products for the skincare too. So a lot of good, lot of good products come out of people locally. Folks, we're speaking to Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, it's a delightful day tomorrow. What are your hours for today and for tomorrow? 
Open today until 5.30, tomorrow from 9 to 4. You are the queen of health. Keep, a, keep up the great work. Folks, remember, service is Marie's middle name. You won't get any better service. I always hear that back. Great feedback from people. Marie goes out of her way. If she doesn't have something, she'll try to find it to order it for you. Marie, got a lot of fans out there. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Take care. Thank you. All right, folks, there it is. Marie at It's My Health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, right now, it is 1256. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. You know, Mayor Alorza, um, more needs to also be looked into some of the people that have been involved in the city of Providence, getting jobs in the city of Providence. A lot more is going to come out on him, but it's um, in some of the people he's hired, I should say, some of the people that he has hired. But, folks, this is not just like a local problem. You watch that all of these, whether it's the mayor of New York City or the mayor of Providence or some of these, you know, other um, it's it's the progressives, their method just it, it just doesn't work. It absolutely does not work. And so one of the um, one of the biggest problems is, in fact, uh, has to do with crime. If you lose an area because of crime, then that's where things just start to um, lose control. People can put up with a lot, but they won't put up with crime. Now I'm looking at some other headlines, how you can celebrate Juneteenth across New England. Folks, next Saturday. They want to make that a national holiday, Juneteenth, a day embodying freedom and independence for black communities in the United States. I'm also seeing some other headlines. ACLU gets involved in Bonnet Shore's voting rights dispute. Now, I don't know enough about that story. I'm also seeing Rhode Island woman accused of stealing more than $900,000 from the New Bedford law firm where she walked as, worked as an office manager. Nadine Santos a uh, Bristol County, uh, my goodness, nine hundred thousand, and then of course these. Um, I mean that the story about Alex and Ani is is uh, is just pathetic. There was also something that Tucker Carlson had a good guest on, who was basically summing up Alexander Orkazi Cortez, and one of the things that they were saying was, and there's a lot of this this that goes on, by the way, and it has to do with the progressives. And this guest on Tucker was claiming that AOC and women who don't want children are suffering from prolonged adolescence. They have adult bodies, but they have the minds of children. They just don't want to grow up. And you're starting to find more of that, as a matter of fact. You're starting to find more of that. All right, it's 1259. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. We have another full hour to go on the program. Uh, I also want to say hi to uh, Tanya at Surplus Provisions. I saw her yesterday at the rally. Uh, Surplus Provisions is a big supporter on the website, depetro.com. Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, where they have body armor and ammo, pepper spray, food storage. Uh, Tanya gave a great speech. So, folks, a lot more ahead next hour. Also, give you the latest on that South Kingstown mom who's trying to punch back and fight back against critical race theory. So what we're going to do is we are going to uh, get the latest news with the 1 o'clock news. Another hour to go, radio only. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is the John DePietro Show.